listening to Phanalysis, a sci-fi and fantasy TV podcast. In this episode, we are talking about episode 110 of Winona Earp, She Wouldn't Be Gone. My name is Chris. And I'm Annie. And let's get started with some general reviews. What do you think, Annie? Again, like last week, this episode had a lot of stuff going on. Because Bobo has shorties, and someone named Lou is back, and he's really mad about it. And then that leads Dolls and Winona to take, like, it's like a trip on mushrooms in the middle of a Canadian winter. And then Doc's leaving, because I don't know if he feels weird about the whole him and Winona thing. And and then Will is back, and holy schmoly. So, yeah, I, I kind of liked it, even though there was that first part of the story with Bobo, and then the, the whole thing shifted to Dolls and Winona tracking down Lou. So that those two parts felt a little disjointed, because I was like, well... What about Bobo? So, I don't know, I suppose the whole thing is going to, again, come together. So, yeah, is Doc gone for good? And what's going to happen with Willa back? Is that really Willa, even? And most importantly, is it Waverly making those sandwiches for Nicole when they're going out in her patrol car together, which I think is adorable. But in my mind, yes. So, yeah, but I liked it. So, uh, what did you think, Chris? I liked this episode. You know, we finally got Winona and Dolls teaming up again, mm-hmm. which, you know, largely due to Winona knowing something was wrong, and she followed him. Yeah. She tracked him and forced her way into his investigation. I don't know. It kind of made me happy. Yeah. But I like the way they used Doc this episode, too. He wasn't in there a whole lot. He mostly had a couple of scenes with Waverly and decided to learn how to drive. <laughs> so they, they utilize that whole fish out of water thing. Yeah. Which I enjoy it when they do that, mm-hmm. that part of it, that whole comedic aspect of it. But it was, it was fun. You know, he, he gets a ticket for speeding and <laughs> driving without a license and stuff like that. Anyway, also speaking of that, Waverly and Nicole continue to be cute <sighs> and that's nice. And also, I just have to say, Winona's constant wisecracking in the face of danger continues to be one of my favorite things. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about some of the stuff that happened in the episode, because uh, Winona and Waverly, at the beginning of the episode, they go confront Bobo and the Revenants at Shorty's. Bobo has bought Shorty's, which is horrifying. Yeah, and at first I was like, go girls, get in there and get your... Get your bar back. But then I'm like, oh, that's not really smart because you're surrounded. It's only two of you. And I was kind of worried, especially when Bobo telekinesis the necklace off of Waverly's neck. And I'm like, don't hurt my fluffy cinnamon roll shotgun wielding Waverly show. But it was all good because they were tracking him. They were putting the bug on him. So, but yes, uh, they bugged the bar, which was smart. But it lasted for such a brief time it that it wasn't was almost that not really worth it. Well, I read on Twitter that someone said they should have hidden it in Bobo's enormous fur collar, then he never <laughs> would have found it. I'm like, yeah, that's right. It's true. The sound quality would have been worse. but That's true. That's true. But they never would have found it. That's true. <laughs> <sighs> but, yeah, the <laughs> how Waverly is just giggling. They're talking about dolls. They're speculating that your penis is small, like with such glee. And dolls is all, hmm. <laughs> that just cracked me up. <laughs> Except dolls didn't really react like that. Dolls oh. just kind of didn't react to it. Yeah. Though. 
I would have. recall. Oh, I would have, but yeah, that just cracked me up. But Bobo is so disgusting in that opening sequence. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. just, I mean, not really any more than usual, but he just, he's constantly saying really gross stuff, and I just want to punch him in the face all the time. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, what Waverly said, can't wait till you shoot him. I'm like, yeah, me too. Why don't you yeah. just shoot him? Well, it can't, because they're kind of outnumbered, but... Ugh. Grossness. Grossness. They're, like, talking about peeling Waverly's shorty shirt ew, off. And just, ew, I know, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. He's gross. Well... I will enjoy it when Winona shoots him in the head. Even though it wouldn't have done any good, I think had Nicole been there, she would have shot him. But then something worse would have happened That's to true. That's true. But she would have been not too happy. Also, I feel like Nicole is better, has has a better temperament than that. Like she, true. I feel like she's calmer than that, but I don't know. Also, we find out that someone named Lou has resurfaced because that that guy rushes into Shorty's and is like, "Bobo, Lou is back!" And he kept saying Lou, and Bobo would just got madder every time he said it. Smashing and- glasses, smashing faces. Yeah, doesn't like this guy. Which, did we ever get explanation for that? Because I feel like we didn't. I felt like it. Lou said later that, or someone said later that, um, like, Bobo kind of, or Lou, they kind of, like, uh, threw him out of the gang, or I, I can't remember. Yeah, I don't know. It was kind of a fuzzy explanation. I don't think it was explained. If it was, I completely missed it. Yeah, I have to rewatch again. I kind of, maybe the reason why this episode felt disjointed to me was because I watched one part of it at like 10.30 and the other part of it at like 6.30 this morning. So I'm a little tired, but yeah. That would make it feel disjointed probably. Yeah. But I watched it twice the whole way through (laughs) without stopping. (laughs) And uh, I don't, I, I don't know that there was ever any explanation for why the extreme hatred between the two of them. Yeah, this rift or whatever. But now Lou's gone, so I don't know if I'll ever know. Yeah, that's the thing, right? Like, yeah. there's the extreme reaction from Bobo about about Lou, but then we never, to my knowledge, get an explanation for why. Mm-hmm. Or maybe there was something we were supposed to pick up on, but if there was, I didn't pick up on it, clearly. So Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll see. Unless it's due to the fact that he had Willa, and they knew he had Willa, but then I don't know. Yeah, but why would that make him so mad? Exactly. I don't don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I need more explanation, show. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll, maybe we'll go into it. But anyway, as I mentioned before, Winona finds out about Dahl's investigation. (laughs) Uh, And when I say investigation, I mean his little torture shed. Torture shed. Whiskey gym. Which is uh, disconcerting. So That is one way to put it, yes. Well, you know, and Dolls later says, well, I just needed samples uh, just to appease Black Badge and Vision. But that whole time he wasn't asking Whiskey Jim anything? Whiskey Jim said he wasn't. And then he said he was just taking, just kept sticking him with needles, I believe is the phrase that Whiskey Jim yeah. used. So, again, indicating that they were taking samples from him. But then Winona gets pertinent information from him in like 30 seconds. And I'm like, I guess Dolls wasn't really interested in that. So, well, but mind you, before that scene, we have we have a scene of Bobo going to talk to him. Mm-hmm. 
And Whiskey Jim is all, I didn't tell him anything, Bobo. And Bobo says, well, maybe it's time you start. Hmm. Or something like that. Basically tells him to give them information, information which then leads them to Lou. But again, why? (laughs) What's up with with Bobo and Lou? I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, so that's why Winona gets information from him is basically there's indication that Bobo told him to tell them. Mm -hmm. Not that he wouldn't have told them anyway. Maybe he would have. I don't know. Well, it's kind of hard when you have Peacemaker burning a hole in you. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. He might have caved anyway, but in addition to that, we we have the added bit of Bobo specifically telling him to tell. Mm -hmm. So then Winona and Dolls go into their exploration into the woods, which is pretty trippy and made it seem like they were on mushrooms or something. I was like, no, Winona, don't go into the light. Bad idea. Yeah. What is up with the light? And how did that lead to this cult in the middle of nowhere? They just suddenly wake up and are there, and I'm like, wow, how did they get abducted like that? Well, I mean, there there is indication that there's some sort of magic or something involved there. Since there's, like, uh, skinwalkers, which, um... I meant with the light, but... Oh, yeah, with the light, yeah. Or but, whatever it was that... I mean, I'm not sure about dolls exactly, because there's indication there that he... He has a, an extreme fear of the woods. So mm-hmm. I like that scene of Winona like coaching him on how to be in the Canadian woods. Yeah. And then that whole scene where Dolls was disoriented and trying to find Winona, I thought that was really well shot and put together. Creepy. I was like, Dolls, what was the like the second or third rule that Winona gave you was always stay within each other's line of sight, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Stay close, dummy. Why do characters never listen to each other on TV? Because <laughs> then everything would go smoothly and, and there would not yeah. be drama. Mm-hmm. True, true. Speaking of dummy, I really like the line from later in the episode. Yo, dummy, don't be a dingus yeah. and answer your phone or whatever it is. <sighs> or in call me back. or Anyway, I'm just going to mm-hmm. start saying that at random times. <laughs> it's Yo, hard. dummy, don't be a dingus. There's a lot of alliteration in that sentence, so it's Maybe it's that's why to... I like it so much. Okay, but it's that's hard for me to roll off the tongue. Too many Ds. So they get abducted by Lou and his weird cult, which it turns out is what Lou is doing in the woods. Which is enslaving all of these girls that look like they're out of Game of Thrones with wolf pelts on them. Yeah, what's up with that? Right? I don't know what the purpose was. So, I mean, it, it does seem like there's a bit of brainwashing going on. Yeah, but are all these... So these girls aren't all skinwalkers. It's just he is and his wife is? I don't or? think he is even. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's just a revenant. But his wife is a skinwalker that was a bear? Was that it? A bear, the, a crow, and a wolf. Oh, she was all of them. Okay, that wasn't clear to me. I don't know why. I'm pretty sure that was all Tatooie, yeah. Was the, I think his dolls put it, his first wife. Ah. Uh, which to me indicates the whole, his cult. Oh, so he's married to them all. But. It sounded like that from the way dolls phrased it, but I don't yeah, know. Yeah, but then. So, yeah, when I saw the wolf in the opening scene attacking that one girl that had been cast out, I was like, did did Dyson just shift and run over to this show? But I'm like, no, he wouldn't tear people apart like that unless they unless they really, deserved really, it. really deserved it. So, as you say. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, so I think that was a different shifter. 
that was Tatooine. Yeah. So, yeah, what is the purpose of what Lou is doing? Just to gather all these random girls and marry them? And, huh? I didn't quite get it, so. I mean, he's a cult leader. Yeah. But then they were saying, you know, when they were investigating with Waverly and Winona, saying that all these girls, they've all been killed. So they've all been listed as dead on this list that Winona gets. But really, they're in Lou's cult, so. No, no. The list that Winona had uh-huh. was the girls that had been cast out. Oh, okay. That's what Waverly said, is she found reports of their deaths, mm-hmm. and they'd all been... Torn apart. Mm-hmm. Right. Mauled yeah. by animals, or whatever it is. Okay. Sorry. Again, I watched the episode very disjointedly. I think the indication is that most of these girls had perhaps wandered off in the woods, or been runaways, or something. Mm-hmm. Somehow they ended up lured into the light in the woods, which is how they get captured. And then Lou presumably brainwashes them or whatever, and then they stay in the cult. But if they resist, then they get cast out. And torn to bits by the skinwalker. By Tatooine, yeah. Who's, I gather, is basically being held captive by Lou. Because when Lou gets killed, and she shifts back into herself, she says thank you. So Mm -hmm. the impression there is she doesn't want to be doing that. To me, that's the impression, right? Yeah, yeah. But I'm just like, Again, what was the whole, you know, what is the point of cults in general? What is what is Lou trying to achieve, or was he trying to achieve? But now they're all free at the end of the episode, so. Yep, and getting sent home with their loved ones is, the indication. is what we're seeing at the uh, yeah. police station. But what do they remember? Are they all still brainwashed? Well, to be fair, we don't actually know if they were brainwashed. It seems like they were, certainly, mm-hmm. but... Because Willa doesn't seem to remember that she's Willa because she's going by Eve, Eve. right? Well, yeah. but that's that was my point, I guess, is really she's the one that we know has been brainwashed or whatever, mm-hmm. since she doesn't seem to know that she's Willa, mm-hmm. or at least doesn't know who Winona is. Well, it's funny that Winona didn't recognize her at first. Yeah. Until that she only knew her... Or suspected that it was, you know, she says there's only one reason why she would be able to use Peacemaker, she says to dolls, and uh, that she didn't recognize her later. But then it's been a bunch of years, and they've both been through a lot of trauma, and who knows? Yeah, I guess that's that's my big issue with it, because they were kids when it happened, mm-hmm. and I think Willa was, I think they said 13? Yeah. And Winona was 12, so... And it's been 15 years, so. Right. So I could I could believe that they wouldn't recognize each other. Yeah, and Winona f- is still feeling, she's been through a lot in the last few episodes, and she's feeling a lot of guilt of how. I mean, it sounds like she's been through a lot over the past 15 years. Yeah, yeah. But then she says, you know, I do love that scene where she says to dolls, we, you know, we stopped looking, we thought she was dead, and now she just has... You know, that tear run down her face when she said there's only one reason why Peacemaker would work. I thought, oh, again, Melanie, you're just a gem. She's so good. Yeah. Also, is it just me or in that scene, did she actually really look kind of like Dominique? There was something about her face. I'm like, oh, she looks really Dominique-like in this episode or in this scene. Who, Melanie? Yeah. Oh, okay. I'll have to watch it again. 
Yeah, somebody, people keep commenting on what great casting it is. Even now with the actress who's playing Willa, how they all look so, um, you know, they really are believable, like physically as sisters. Right. So, yeah. But then Waverly doesn't even recognize Willa, it seems, because she was even younger. She was six. Right. But Gus does right away, and that's when the reveal happens. So. Yeah. Yeah. Again, if it's a reveal. <laughs> True. I'm tending to believe that it is. I mean. Oh, me too. I'm just. Ha- yeah. How I'm we- just skeptical enough. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Me too. Me too. I believe you. And, you know, we had speculated. I think we had speculated on this earlier, so it wasn't a total surprise to me. Although this is what happens when you're trying to catch up on your Twitter and watch the episode. The reason why this episode was so disjointed for me was I'm trying to catch up on a backlog of six hours of Twitter. Pause. Watch the episode. Catch up. Catch up. And then I scrolled too far. So then I saw one of Dominique's Twitter tweets at the end. You know, it's Willa. And I'm all, oh, dang it. Right before I watched the scene. So, but again, it wasn't a total surprise to me that uh, Willa was still alive. I can't believe you you do the live tweet as you're watching I did it last week. And quite frankly, it was exhausting. It sounds exhausting. I, I never fun, bother with but it. It's quite exhausting. Frankly. It's like an all-in or nothing, balls to the wall type thing. I will watch something and then I will go catch up on Twitter afterwards. Yeah, it because then you don't get spoiled. Well, yeah, and but, it's a little bit faster, I think. Yeah. So, but yeah, it's still fun. So, I don't know. I'm looking forward to next week to see what's going to happen with. Uh, Will Willa regain her memory? And Willa can use Peacemaker, which is the big reel. So are they both the heir, Willa and Winona, or is there a loophole somewhere, or what? I don't know. I mean, I'm curious about this, too, because... If Willa was always alive, how could Winona use it? Exactly. Yeah. I don't know. Although, hmm. Hmm. So we don't know where she was or what she was doing when Willa turned 27. Again, if that is Willa. True. Because they're supposed to become heir when they turn 27 and then get their superpowers and whatever. Yeah. Maybe the fact that she never got possession of Peacemaker somehow That's true. kept it from happening. I don't know. Because in the flashbacks, do we ever see Willa use Peacemaker? Well, why would we? No, I mean, but, you know, Winona is the one who shot Ward, so she physically had Peacemaker in her hand. Maybe that is a thing. I don't know. Maybe they have to do that before they become the heir. I don't know. Oh, I don't know. I wouldn't. I don't know. Who knows? But, yeah, I'd be interested. Hopefully, I'm sure they'll explain why they could both use Peacemaker. But then that makes me think. But here's the thing. We haven't seen... Wynona used Peacemaker since Willie used it. So now I'm curious if there's going to be some sort of thing about that. And then would that mean that somehow Waverly can use it? Because I know she asked at the beginning of the series, why can't I break the curse? But I'm like, why not all three of them if they're all together? Who knows? Well, here's another question. <laughs> since, <laughs> we're, on questions since we're playing on questions. this game, <laughs> Waverly hasn't turned 27 yet. Oh, yeah, that's true. What will happen when she turns 27? Will they all somehow gain air powers? It's true. Just throwing it out there. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. (laughs) 
confusing show. I mean, I like that a show brings up this many questions, but at the same time, we're like, what? I mean, we've got, what, three episodes left this season, so. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the the last few episodes have been really packed, but I think in it mostly in a good way. You know, mm -hmm. you, it, the show is flowing along and it's not just, it doesn't feel like it's too crazy yet. Oh, since we're, since we're talking about Peacemaker, mm -hmm. I have to mention one of my favorite things in this episode was Winona being reunited with Peacemaker. So I'm like, <laughs> oh, I missed you. And for a second, you're like, is she talking to dolls? And then you're like, no, she's clearly talking to her gun. Well, what's so funny is that I saw, I saw a screen grab later. And I didn't notice it when I watched the episode, how when she's kissing Peacemaker, Dolls is totally smiling. And, you know, Dolls is not a guy who smiles a lot, but he's... <laughs> so, I just think that's that cracks me up. He's like, oh, Winona, you and Peacemaker. It's truly a match made in heaven. <laughs> they're, they're Dolls OTP. Yep, yep. <laughs> uh, significant other. But yeah, it's like the greatest running theme... <laughs> type thing on the show it's the greatest ship ever even more than way hot it's i don't know how you make a ship name between peacemaker and winona but somebody think of one but going on to doc what's going on with him and winona unfortunately now everybody knows about doc and winona i don't know that it's unfortunate well no not unfortunate but poor poor winona she seems kind of mortified by it <laughs> She does, but at the same time, I feel like maybe this will be a good thing in the long run. Yeah. Just just put it out there, and then she won't have to feel weird about it, because everybody yeah. will know. I don't know. Well, I thought it was so funny how Nicole's like, yeah, so? <laughs> you know, that whole sort of, uh, wait, did anybody not know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then she looks over at Waverly, who clearly did not know. I know, she's all, what? <laughs> uh what? We're both adults. Uh, yeah, one of you is, you know, a little bit older than the other. <laughs> so, or more an adult than the other. Uh, I've been saying the same thing, Waverly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But then Doc and Winona have that interesting scene between the two of them. And uh, I don't know if it's more just unresolved sexual tension, but then Doc seems to make a decision to get out of Dodge or Purgatory. Is it just because he just wants to get away from the awkwardness of him and Winona, or Winona basically not being as interested in him, or what is what is Doc's motivation? It certainly seems like it has to do with Winona not really rejecting him, but you know, treating it like it's not anything. I mean, especially with the exchange that he has with Waverly, because Waverly's pushing the issue about Winona, because apparently Waverly's semi-convinced that they're in love with each other mm -hmm. and she tells him as much he has that line that you like actually i like it too because waverly says something to him about why don't you at least try i'm trying with nicole and then doc says yes but she adores you back mm -hmm. where it's, that's the difference between him and winona so yeah which i mean like i don't know I don't know what Winona feels for Doc one way or the other, because I'm not sure Winona knows. Yeah, she's got a lot of stuff going on, but so I don't think it's a priority for her right now. Right. I mean, I don't think it should be. I could be wrong, but I'm picking up on a lot of jealousy on 
Doc's part, right? I mean, Doc seems pretty jealous of dolls. Yeah. But I I mean, I know some fans want it to be this way, but there's like dolls and Winona shippers, but I personally don't see anything between dolls and Winona romantically, but I think Doc could just be jealous of the partnership between them and that he's always an outsider. He's a fish out of water and yeah. Mm-hmm. And now that he's accomplished this big thing for him of getting rid of the Stone Witch, he doesn't know what to do with himself now that Winona has not shown as much interest in him. So he's just going to try to drive off in the pink Cadillac, which I don't know how you get up to 140 or 150 miles an hour on snow, but... Mm -hmm. (laughs) Downhill, I guess. Yeah. (laughs) But I I thought that was funny that Nicole just gave him a ticket. I enjoyed that scene. But then, you know, left Waverly and Doc to talk. And yeah, that is cute that Doc is a way hot chipper. But yeah, I keep forgetting that Nicole is not read in, as to use the CIA terminology, to what's happening in Purgatory as much as she suspects everything. I keep forgetting she doesn't know the whole story, so I'm waiting for that to happen, or if that'll happen. Mm-hmm. But do you think she knows that Doc is Doc Holiday? I mean, if she knew that, then I don't know that she'd yeah. <laughs> be so confused about the other things. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. And we got a voice message from Sylvia. The thing I loved about this week's episode, and actually every episode, is that when the story starts, it it never really ends. It leads you to more questions. Even though it gives you some answers, it never really answers everything. And that's something about Emily's writing, I think, that has shown through all of her works. You get glimpses of where the paths are going to be taking you, And what gets us all hyped up and involved in it is that we all want to have a say in how the the story progresses in our own minds. There's a part in one of the earlier episodes that led me to believe that Willow was still alive. So in the back of my mind, when that happened at the end of this episode, I kind of knew it was going to happen. I just didn't know when. And I'm not even really sure if it's Willa but I knew that she would eventually find her way back into the show, which I'm really happy about, and I can't wait to see how that affects Winona and Waverly's relationship. As far as Doc leaving, I'm really surprised. I don't think that we're finished with Doc. I think the boy needs to go find himself and then come back and fight for Winona if that's what he wants. Thanks for sending that in, Sylvia. Yeah, I agree with you. I I honestly will be surprised if Doc is gone for even the entirety of next episode. Like, I don't think he'll be gone that long. If you have thoughts that you'd like to share with us about Winona Earp or this episode about it, you can send that to us in a number of ways. You can send us an email at feedback at askgenretv.com. You can record a voice memo on your smartphone and email it to us. You can call us and leave a voicemail at 972-514-7223. You can find us on Twitter at AskGenreTV. Finalysis is part of the Ask Genre TV family of podcasts. You can find our other podcasts about Orphan Black and Lost Girl and Killjoys and some other things over at AskGenreTV.com. Thank you so much for joining us. My name is Chris. And I'm Annie. Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs>